So they emailed me and um, they said, would you, first it was, would you be interested in being like a, a ba- ambassador for the company? And so mm-hmm. it was like, we'll send you some stuff. You can just promote it. And that was it. Yeah. And so I was just so happy when I saw their page and it was like a couple million subscribers to their page. And, you know, their IG, they had a couple million followers. I was like, wow, you know, and they had a check. Yeah. So I was like, okay, they're big. And then I looked them up and I saw DJ Khaled actually endorses them as too. So I was okay. like, okay, yeah, send me some stuff. And so I just started doing shooting it like a commercial and like really putting, you know, effort into it. Mm-hmm. And and I asked them, I said, well, I only have about 531 subscribers. Well, at that time it was like 300 subscribers. Yeah. Because I was told that once you hit a thousand, that's when the company that's started That's the big number, to yeah. So I wasn't expecting it. Okay. And so they was like, but the potential, we see the potential. And they was like, we like how it looks. You mm-hmm. know, we got the 6K visual. My friend Vic, uh, he invested in a good camera mm-hmm. and sound. And so that, you know, I guess that applies also to uh, being an entrepreneur, investing in yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, you have sure. to invest to make money. So having it look like that, and they hit me up, and they uh, it grew from me just being an ambassador until now, they pay me. They send me stuff free every month, okay. and I try it out. I clean it on my sneakers, and I got a promo code, and I get a commission off that. Okay. And the stuff has been selling. I was like, ain't nobody going to buy no shoe cleaner. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But the first check hidden, it was cool. You know, it was decent. And then, like, the next check was mm-hmm. like, damn, you know, yeah. people buying it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. And, you know, I told my wife, and she was like, see? You know, you started it, yeah. and I was telling you, you it was going to come. And she was like, if you just keep, you know, your love for it, everything else was going to come. And so before even getting a 1,000 subscribers, that opportunity just came. Mm-hmm. I've had another company, a luggage company. I'm not going to mention it because it ain't set in stone, <laughs> yeah. but a sneaker luggage company, they talking to me. So Wow, bro, that's dope. That's like, man, that could be another thing, you know. Yeah. So And I think they just see... You know, one of them is like the personality. You can sell stuff, funny, and it's stuff I never knew that I could do. Yeah, never believed I could do, but everybody else was telling me, you know, for sure, you man. can do it. Yeah. And so now it's just, it's just crazy, you know, that it's happening. I'm enjoying it. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, man, I am excited about this conversation. Uh, this is one of my good friends, man. We go back to high school. See my partner, man, go from, you know, high school to becoming an entrepreneur, running his own YouTube channel. I had to reach out to him and get him on this show, man, because I know a lot of you guys are inter- uh, interested in content creation. Uh, how do you get into the YouTube space? How do you get, you know, your business started and stuff like this? Well, Marcus, man, has already jumped into this space. He's already been monetizing this space. So I'm excited for this conversation. And like I tell you all the time, man, these conversations be more for me than it be for y'all sometimes. So I got a lot of questions I want to ask you, man. I want to get to the bottom of this because I'm just getting in this industry. You already monetizing it. So, man, this this is going to be a good conversation. Cool. I'm ready, um, like y'all know, man, look, the Equity Tap is for you guys. If you're an entrepreneur, you want to be in business, you are a business owner, uh, you may be stuck trying to get to the next level. Well, our goal is to help you raise your business IQ so that you can tap into your full equity. With that being said, good brother, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. That's good, bro. Man, let me, do me a favor. Uh, give people a quick introduction. Let people know who you are, man, and we're going to get into this. Hey, I go by Mo Kicks and Bruce Lee. I'm on YouTube. I'm a, I guess you say shoe-tuber, or I got my own podcast, and so it's just showcasing my love for sneakers. I let people know um, 
you know, the dates, the release dates, the resale price we go over and just, you know, sneaker culture in general. So that's what I'm kind of operating in. Uh, you might know me from DJing. I kind of stopped doing it and transferred over to, you know, my YouTube. So and I've been really liking it. So For sure, man. Shoe too, bro. That's my first time ever hearing it. Is yeah, that something you yeah. coined or is that just kind of the, the buzzword for, for, for that space? It's kind of like in the sneaker community, kind of, okay. you know, people say, oh, he's a YouTuber or a shoe tuber. So, yeah. you know, every now and then you'll hear it in that space, but you probably, you might not hear it too mainstream. Yeah, it's the first time I ever heard of it, man. Yeah. Let me ask you, bro, what, what does your love for, you know, sneaker culture come from? Uh, actually, a big fan of uh, Jordan. Okay. You know, so that's something since I was smaller that I had a real, you know, I guess anybody from the 80s, you know, born in the 80s, raised in the 90s, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan was their cat. Yeah, so man. it's really kind of deeper for me because my father who passed, he really put me on them. And okay. so a lot of memories I have from him is like watching the Jordan games or the Jordan VHS tapes. So okay. it also, then, you know, Jordan lost his father. So it's a yeah. lot that kind of goes with it. For sure. And um, that love from it also came from, you know, being younger and, being bullied about, you know, what I had on and stuff. And then when my pops would come in with the Jordan gear, yeah, stuff would change. You know, mm. I was the man then. <laughs> so <laughs> that love from it is still there. And then just to grow. And then now the sneaker business is like a multi-billion dollar business now. Yeah, man. So I'm like, I can turn my love for something into, you know, maybe possibly a living yeah. or a little side job or something. So... That's what it's come to, and I'm really loving it, you know, sure. and enjoying it. So, Man, that's the name of the game. I think a lot of times we do stuff because we have to pay the bills, you know what I'm saying? Right, we got to make right, a living. Right. But to find that rare thing that you love and you can yeah. do and make money from it, bro, that's that's the goal to yeah. me, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so, man, once you think about – let me ask you this before I ask you that question. I'm ready to, Look, I'm ready to jump into the business right, side of right. it. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this, bro. You said your, your father passed. What age were you when your dad, when your dad passed uh, away? Ten years old. Okay, mm-hmm. 10 years old. Wow, man. 10 years old, yep. That's crazy, man. Um, and so, man, just taking that, you know what I'm saying, that culture that, you know, that he was able to instill in right, you with, with right. the Jays, man. Yeah. Honoring him in a way, that's cool, man. Yeah, it slick is. You know, I, I think about that a lot. I'm like, what would he say or what would he think of the channel, you know? So it's stuff like that. It'd be like, you know, that's kind of, it's kind of cool how it all turned out. But yeah, um, he would, because I really wanted to be in basketball, you know, play basketball. Okay. No, I didn't so know this. Yeah, so I guess he knew, like, you know, oh, this is Jordan. This is a guy for him to look at. Yeah. And so, you know, all the VHS movies, we would watch them and watch the games and stuff. So that's where it come from. And, you know, if you're a Jordan fan, then you get into the shoes. Yeah. So it was a natural, you know, thing. For sure. And, and you would know this more than me, man, but when we were in high school, like, yeah, the Jordans was always a big deal, but it wasn't right. a business around, you know what I'm saying, uh, that whole culture. Totally yet. different. At what point did, you know what I'm saying, that start? Or at what point did you become aware that, man, you can make money from doing this? Uh, well, I say, um, like you said, when we were in high school, you could go at any day of the week and get the newest J's. You know, yeah. it wasn't no resale market. They probably wasn't going to sell out. Yeah. And so I say about 2011, 2012 with the release of uh, Penny had a shoe called the Nike Galaxy Galaxy Phone Posit mm-hmm. that was like anything nobody had seen. And then Jordan released the Concords again, the patent leather 11s. I think you okay. got them on. So he came out with the, the 11s around the same time Penny came out with the phones. Yeah. And so that those two shoes and more so Penny's shoe, like it's, it was a big story, made news, but a guy actually sold his car. Now he traded his car for a pair. 
traded his car. <laughs> he wanted them that bad. They were so wow. limited. The pennies came out um, Orlando, I think it was All-Star Weekend, and you could only get them in Orlando. Okay. But they looked so crazy because it had like the Galaxy Solar System on the whole shoe. Yeah. And you Yeah, know, I remember that pair. Yeah, mm-hmm. so people went crazy over them. And so resale price, the people who did have the pairs, they're like, hey, I got them, but yeah. you're going to have to give me five, $600 or $1,000 because that was the first $1,000 resale shoe. Oh, shoe. was it? And so, and the Concords, um, which was the 11th, the first time they re-released those in a while, they released more available like in malls, but they were still like kind of limited. Yeah. And they released it like 12 o'clock midnight and you had riots of people trying to get them. Yeah. And so that was actually the first shoe that I paid resale for. Okay. I you did retail or resale? Resale. Resale. Okay. I kept out all night for them and... Um, they didn't have no more. They sold out. And so yeah. the guy that had my size, he was like, I got them. You can give me a 365 for them. Yeah. So I needed them. Which is a steal today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so when I, I I was going home and I was like, dude, he just paid 180 and made 365 in like 30 minutes. Mm. And so I was like, you know, we ain't never seen nothing like this before. Yeah. And it just grew from there. Resale and then, you know, mm. limited sneakers. People buy four or five pair of them, keep one, sell the rest of them. Yeah. So it's it's grown and grown, and now I know a bunch of people who they make a living off reselling sneakers. Yeah, bro, you mentioned camping out, man. So yeah. you got bit by the bug, you know what I'm saying? You saw because you experienced the resale transaction. You was on right. the, the 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 buying end of it, but you realized like, bro, he really ain't do nothing but go in there and supply and demand. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He yep. bought a limited commodity, and there was yep. a huge demand for it, so he was able to do it pretty quick. Right. So right. you got exposed to that, and then you was like, yo, I'm going to jump in there, and you started camping out for the shoes. Man, I've seen some of those videos. It's yeah. crazy. Tell I, me well, about that. <laughs> you had to... So when the shoe dropped now, it, it's it's kind of calmed down now. Shoes are more available now. Okay. Because they're, they're making more because it was so much violence. You know, oh, okay. typically when you okay. got something you can make money off of and stuff, you know. Go hand in hand, yeah. People were, you know, being violent. But um, so I saw that and then I was capping out already, but it got to the point where if you didn't cap out, you weren't going to be able to get the sneaker. Yeah. So capping out, it became something <laughs> real fun. Like you meet people. It is usually the same people yeah. that's in, interested. In, and so you get there about say 12 o'clock midnight and, you know, everybody might sit up there. They might, you know, might be smoking some, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Just having a good time. Yeah, so. <laughs> ordering pizza, talking about shoes, and you meet people that's interested in what you're interested in. Yeah. And then at the end of the night or the morning, you get the sneaker. Yeah. So it turned into something real fun, but then violence started happening with that. Yeah. So, you know, my wife, you know, shout out to you. She was <laughs> like, you know, you can't cap out no more. It ain't but, worth it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, what they look like? What time did you have it? Well, tell me how that works. Typically, how do they drop shoes? What time do they come out? And mm-hmm. if you're going to camp out, like how, what, when do you have to get out there? So at that time, now they got the apps that you okay. can get on. You do the reserve app with Finish Line. Finish Line rarely drops something like they used to, but at that time, they would drop them at 7. The store would open at 7 in the morning. Okay. And so, you know, the mall usually open at 10, but Finish Line would open up at 7. Okay. So if you want to get a good spot in line, depending on the shoe, you probably need to get there about maybe 12 midnight. Wow. And that, I was told then that that was still too late. That's like, crazy, you know, bro. You would have, uh, it was a a, a a group of Asians. Mm-hmm. Um, they would go around because they real big in the resale market too. Okay. And they would be at Wolf Chase probably like Friday night. Mm-hmm. And they would have uh, sleeping bags and stuff. 
and they already out there. <laughs> but they coming out with like twenty pairs. Yeah, making. That's you can what tell they make money. That's you know? what I was gonna say. You, now you got to make this make sense because I'm a numbers guy. Like if I'm gonna <laughs> stay out there from twelve to seven, you know what I'm yeah. saying? How many pair of shoes are you getting? And like, what's that income potential on something like that? I put it like this: you had one pair. I say was the satin shattered backboard. Okay. Um, that was a real, real hype sneaker. And so retail, they were one sixty. Okay. So you got, and I was able to get three pairs. Well, by the time I got home on the resale market, they were already six or seven hundred a piece. Wow. So I could have sold them. Now I held some of them when was able to sell them for higher. Okay. But that's kind of like the numbers. Yeah. And it varies from shoe to shoe, but you can, I mean, it's the easiest money you can make. What's the know? most that you have ever paid for resale? And then what's the most that you've seen somebody pay for resale? This is all this is interesting to me. Okay, um the most I paid for resale when we got those uh those um what stimulus packages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both of those that was spent, you know, again, shout out to my wife. <laughs> we had stuff and she was like, You can buy you some shoes, you know. So yeah. two pairs, they were twelve hundred a piece. Okay. But it was some shoes I had really, really, really wanted. Gotcha. And then it was kind of like, you know, well, I can really spend it and they really have to touch hours. So. Yeah. But I've seen people pay $3,500, easy. Wow. Just for one pair, especially at like these sneaker events, sneaker yeah. fest. And okay, okay. Stuff like that. Yeah, you see some people walk in and, you know, drop on, you know, like, damn, he paid that. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to put a target on you, but if you was to sell probably the most ex- the, the most popular shoe you got, what would they retail for? Uh, I've got some now that's probably around the three. Okay, okay. Thirty five hundred, maybe something like that. For sure, man. So, uh, with the uh, sneaker fest culture, man. So, is that uh, is that like the new trend? Like, so if you're wanting to get into like the resale business, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You say they don't allow you to camp out, like. With the apps and stuff, like where is the yeah. industry going and has it created more opportunity or is it kind of limited? You know what I'm saying? Is it is it as good as it used to be, like in your opinion? Well, I would say I don't think it's as good because I'm not technically a reseller. Okay. You know, I got a job. I mostly get for my personal and sometimes if I if I'm able to get two or three pairs of a shoe that I know that's gonna resell, I'll go on and get them and sit on them. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's kind of like stocks. You know, they okay. they did a um Forbes did an article on it and they were like, some stocks, I mean, some tennis shoes are worth more than stocks these days. Wow. Or mo- worth more than gold. They was like just, you know, comparing the prices. Yeah. And so um, but you know, that's not my lane because it, it's a lot that goes into reselling. Yeah. You have to know people and now it's making it harder. But getting back to your question is Bots are what's the, the new thing. Okay. What is it called? Bots. Like B-O-T-S. Oh, like robots? Yeah. Okay, okay. So people are creating bots and say a finish line drops a shoe tomorrow. They'll create, they'll find a server that has a bot online and set it to buy like 20 pairs and it'll check out all at the same time as soon as the shoe drops. Okay. And it's a way that you set wow. it through the proxies or... There's something like that. I still haven't jumped all the way into it. It's like because, algorithms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that's the new thing that people are really using to um, resale with because people have went to the stores. Yeah. I mean, the apps, the stores that went to the apps and online releases. So people are doing bots and that's where you see people have 20 pairs of a Travis Scott sneaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're worth probably 2500 a piece. Yeah. And people are 20 pairs times 20, you know, 2500 That's For sure. You know what I'm saying? And that's how people are eating. 
That's real. I'm glad you mentioned Travis Scott, bro, because for the life of me, I don't know why this Jordan is so popular because it's <laughs> Travis Scott Jordan. Right. What's the deal behind it? But I think it's really got to do. I'm a Travis Scott fan, and I okay. was before he dropped the Jordan. Gotcha. I just really like the music and the beats. Like with me, used I used to make beats. They sound like a lot of stuff that I would do. Okay. So that's what grabbed me for sure. And I really just liked it. But I think it's just the hype of um, like he he got this Jordan one he did this brown suede, and he turned the swoosh backwards. Yeah. And it just. It's rebellious and it it just looks weird. Okay. And then it was stupid limited. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the that's hype. That's why. You know. And I think you know what, man. Once you think about this, uh, the, the the culture behind, you know, what I'm saying tennis shoes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it has a lot to do with rebellion. You got out of the resale, or you we were in the resale for a little while, or maybe did it a couple times. Just here and there, I okay. would do it. You know, when I was younger, and I sometimes would have to, you know, yeah, yeah, pay yeah. a bill or something, you know, or like once I was laid off. Um, around I think probably 2021 I was laid off about three months and I was able to make it and I had to damn near sell all of my sneakers Yeah, but that got me through that time and more gotcha. so they come in handy for stuff like that but just waking up every release and yeah. trying to resell I, I, that's not but see it's just like stocks like you said man you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I uh, I got some stocks and I've played around the market here and there Yeah, and yeah. whenever you need to liquidate because you need cash you know if that stock has grown then that's a good place right. to do it so right. the value in those shoes had grown not yeah. only that, but you know what I'm saying, you got the experience of wearing them. So you got your, you know what I'm saying, pleasure right, right, out right, of it. Right. So and then you were able to resell it. There's not too many things that you can use and then sell for higher than, you know what I'm saying, right. what you got it for. So man, uh transitioning. So you dropped a uh, a podcast. You are already kind of active on the ground, you know what I'm saying, yeah. showing some of your gear. You are already participating in that culture. What made you wanna, you know what I'm saying, get into the content side of things? Man, it's actually something that just it started happening. People started saying, you know, you should do that. Like, <clears throat> I shout out a couple of people, like my boy Crown Vic that shoots all the stuff. Okay. He, um, and y'all check him out, follow him on IG. Uh, he's, you know, music videos, any type of videography you need. Shout you out know, Vic. Get at him. But um, he had just started shooting. And so he was like, everybody was saying, it's like, man, the, the way you post and the stuff you post, because I would post a sneaker, but I would tell people the history of it. Yeah. Or why this was limited or Jordan dropped 63 in these, so it's 63 stars on this, you know, okay, little stuff okay. like that. And it was just something I did because I liked to do it. And then I started noticing that um, people were interested in it. They mm-hmm. thought it was cool. Yeah. And so people would say, um, you know, hey, man, you need to do a, uh, it started as a vlog. You need okay. to do like, or a blog rather. They was like, you need to, you know, do a little blog space on it. You know, you mm-hmm. got, you can really do that. And so I really didn't know how to go about that. Yeah. And I was like, nah, that ain't really me. I just love love doing it. Yeah. And so more people uh shout out to uh said at Impact Photos, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, said. When we uh was shooting the photos for the uh, uh black art thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I walked to the door, I'm like, what's up, Sid? He said, bruh, you need a, a blog now. Yeah. You need to start <laughs> doing it. Like you can make some money. And the way he was doing it, he was like, You was serious. Yeah. And so I was like, man, everybody been saying this. And I had already been watching uh, YouTube for like three years, like sneaker YouTube. If yeah. it was a sneaker coming out, I might, you know, see how it looked before I buy it, you know, yeah. for people who had the videos out. But when I was watching it, I would think, I was like, I could do this. I'm like, nah, you know, I'm I'm shy. I don't really like to get in front of the camera or, yeah, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Yeah, it and, comes uh, with it. Yeah, yeah. so, but everybody's <laughs> like, nah, you got the personality. You funny, you do it, you know a lot. 
And so my partner, uh, making a long story short, Vic, one day he said, uh, man, I got the camera. I'm coming over and uh, we're just going to shoot a little, a little, you know, promo yeah, or yeah, sneaker yeah. thing. So I was actually, he don't know this, but I was actually a little pissed off because uh-huh. I'm laying on the couch chilling on a Friday night. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> I'm good. And then he like, I'm coming over, we're going to shoot something. Yeah. So I'm like, man, this, you know, <laughs> he get over and we moved the shoes, made a little, because he, he, he got a real good vision of what stuff can look like. Gotcha. So he's like, we'll stack these shoes here and we filmed a promo and I looked at it after he edited and I was like, look. Looks like I know what I'm talking about. It's gonna look know? good, man. Yeah. And we uh posted the snippet on Instagram the next day. I did, and in like two minutes, I got like hundreds of likes, mm. comments, people saying, "This you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. should have been did this, or um, you operating in your space, yeah, or this is you." And so I've never had about all the stuff I've did making beats, DJing. I've never had that type of response. Yeah. And so. And then everything just fell into place. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was like, you know, with entrepreneurship or your gift, whatever is just, whatever is um, that comes easy or, you know, just falls into place and that you enjoy, that's going to be your thing. Yeah. Because that's what kind of happened with me. And people liked it and I went, I kept going with it, kept going with it. And now it's grown to something that, I didn't, well, I take that back. I used to see, like I would watch somebody doing a video mm-hmm. and they would be uh, endorsing a product, yeah. you know, and I'd be like, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I could see myself doing it. Yeah. And then it's just starting to happen. And it's some stuff that I'm like, damn, I know it's going to go like this, you For know, sure. so. Well, bro, the more you talk about it, the more I, I realize now, uh, and I ain't put these connections together, but your career in music. You know what I'm saying? Your career as a mm-hmm. DJ, because you were always on the mic, you talking. Right. So when the video came out, I was one of those people that was like, bro, this fire. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Get yeah. into it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but now that I think about it, when I think about all of it uh as a collective, like, yeah, bro, you was prime. You was you it was time for you to do that. Yeah. You yeah. was ready, you was used to talking on the mic, your presence was already there. So yeah. and you yeah. said something too, um, about just being able to talk about the details of the shoes. Right, right. That's really what I enjoy the most. Like, bro, I didn't know that they did that to their shoe because of it. Or I didn't know that that was the reason the tongue of the shoe looked like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. you were the first person that I saw that was breaking the shoe down but telling the history. And right. I'm a history guy. You, so, man, look, being an entrepreneur is not easy. You know, it, it's not hard, but <laughs> the things combined can make it difficult. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, You've right. seen some success now, and we'll get into all of that, man. But, like, what were some of the struggles uh, that you saw jumping out into this industry, man, trying to be an entrepreneur? Well, for me, I'm kind of a, um, I say, my wife says instant gratification. But yeah. when I want something, <laughs> you know, I like to, I like to do what I got to do and get it and make it happen quick. Yeah. You know, that's my thing. Oh, we need to do this, okay. But when I'm ready, let's get it done. Mm. And this thing, you have to really be patient and just grind. And even though it can turn into money and it already has started to turn into money, yeah, you can't focus on it. You got to still keep that love there because, you know, with YouTube, you might have 54 people watch this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next video might boom. Yeah. thousand people may see it. Well, of course, you can't, the way they pay on YouTube and stuff, that video for that month, or, you know, if you do like a month full of videos that don't nobody really click on, y'all gonna really make that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that next month where you boom could be the next video. Gotcha. And so that's a little hard. Um, and then I want stuff like, I'm at 533 subscribers, which 
it's good for me not paying for anything and just yeah. doing it on my own, but I'm already at, man, I'm ready for 5,000, I'm ready for 500,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, man, it's going to take a while. Then it may not. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those things, the not knowing and knowing how long before something, that's what kind of sometimes I'm like, you know, you know, in uh, yeah. this past year, my wife, I was telling her, I, I didn't think about quitting, but it was getting kind of like, man, we do three or four hours on these videos and yeah, get yeah, it's 20 some video, 20 some views. And so it was getting discouraging. And um, right when that happened, that's when the endorsement opportunity came. That's yeah. when um, I got a New York Times interview out of the for blue. For sure, for sure. For just tweeting something out about sneakers and a reporter saw it and she's like, I want to interview you for the New York Times. I thought it was a scam message. Yeah. And so I didn't respond to it at first. Uh-huh. But my wife was <laughs> like, if they got that blue check, yeah. <laughs> you better say something back. So <laughs> again, shout out to her. Uh, you said a lot in there. And I wanna I wanna catch all of it, man. I'm I'm sitting here writing for y'all to see me looking down. That's I'm all I won't miss. Comfortable now, so yeah, let's come out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I won't forget anything, man. And so you talked about like your numbers, you know what I'm saying, yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on here because probably the majority of the people that's going to be watching this video falls in the same category. You we yeah. just getting started in this space. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to grow up. We ain't got a lot of viewers, but a lot of people think that you can't monetize this industry until you start yeah. getting, you know what I'm saying, thousands and thousands of followers. Yeah. But for you, you know what I'm saying, who just got a handful of 500 followers growing it, you know what I'm saying, you already monetized. Talk, talk, tell me right. a little bit about that, man. What have you found opportunities to monetize your channel with? Um, I've had... I had this company, uh, Crep Protect. That's a sneaker cleaning company. They also have everything you need sneaker-wise. Um, they got sneaker storage boxes. They got uh, shoe cleaning. I should have brought some today. Yeah. I got some footage I can send you. Okay. But, um, yeah, they got all those things. And so they emailed me, and um, they said, would you, first it was, would you be interested in being like a, a ambassador for the company? And so mm-hmm. it was like, we'll send you some stuff. You can just promote it, and that was it. Yeah. And so I was just so happy when I saw their page, and it was like a couple million subscribers to their page, and you know, their IG they had a couple million followers. I was like, wow, you know, and they had a check. Yeah. So I was like, okay, they're big. And then I looked them up, and I saw DJ Khaled actually endorses them as too. So I was okay. like, okay, yeah, send me some stuff. And so I just started doing shooting it like a commercial, and like really putting you know effort into it, mm-hmm. and. And I asked him, I said, well, I only have about 531 subscribers. Well, at that time, it was like 300 subscribers. Yeah. Because I was told that once you hit 1,000, that's when the company that's started coming That's the big number, yeah. So I wasn't expecting it. Okay. And so they was like, but the potential, we see the potential. And they was like, we like how it looks. Mm-hmm. You know, we got the 6K visual. My friend Vic, uh, he invested in a good camera mm-hmm. and sound. And so that, you know, I guess that applies also to... Uh, being an entrepreneur, investing in yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because that's you have sure. to invest to make money. So having it look like that, and they hit me up, and they uh, it grew from me just being an ambassador until now they pay me. They send me stuff free every month, okay. and I try it out. I clean it on my sneakers, and I got a promo code, and I get a commission off that. Okay. And the stuff has been selling. I was like, ain't nobody going to buy no shoe cleaner. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But the first check hit and it was cool, you know, it was decent. And then like the next check was mm-hmm. like, damn, you know, yeah. people buying it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. And you know, I told my wife and she was like, see, you know, you started it. Yeah. And I was telling you, you it was gonna come. And she was like, if you just keep, you know, your love for it 
everything else was going to come. And so before even getting a thousand subscribers, that opportunity just came. Mm-hmm. I've had another company, a luggage company. I'm not going to mention it because it ain't set in stone, <laughs> yeah. but a sneaker luggage company, they talking to me. So wow, bro, that's dope. That's like, man, that could be another thing, you know? Yeah. So, and I think they just see, you know, one of them is like the personality. You can sell stuff, funny, and it's stuff I never knew that I could do. Yeah. Never believed I could do, but everybody else was telling me, you know, for sure, you man. can do it. Yeah. And so now it's just, it's just crazy, you know, that it's happening. I'm enjoying it and ready to see where it's going to go, you know, because it could go, you know, I could be hosting sneaker, you know, thing, or you got Complex Company, you know, if y'all watching Hollywood. But, uh, <laughs> Complex, get in my guy, man. He got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, come mess with me. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I don't know where it's going to go. I'm just enjoying it and it's something I love to do. I still work a job and, you know, the way I am, I, I, I would like to do this full time. I just, uh, one of my partners just posted this morning mm-hmm. that he's quitting and doing his YouTube, but he has like 300,000 subscribers. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's a good time to quit. Yeah. <laughs> look, but, I have less than, a, uh, I don't have that many followers right now. Oh, it's coming. Hey, look, I'm doing it full time. It's so. coming, for sure. <laughs> you probably going to get there before me because what you're doing and what you, everything you've put into it, like people don't start out like this, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But you researched it, you you know, I you talked to me about it before you did it. You, yeah, you know, yeah. I guess you've been talking to other people, and I could tell you, you research and you plan, and mm-hmm. I've seen you do that, which has been inspiring to me. Yeah. You know, when I vice versa, bro, it's the feeling yeah. mutual for sure. When I would come to you, you know, at all your different spots that you were doing, I was like, dang, I don't, you know, I want to do this, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But not with a jealous spirit, yeah, but just yeah. more like. Dang. Nah, that, that ain't never been you, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. So that's it's just cool to be around it. And that's why I hang out, you know, to with folks. I got a, a friend that I met through sneakers that's uh got his own realtor company, Jeff. Okay. I like kicking it with him and, you know, just soaking up his game and seeing what he's doing. Same thing with you and yeah, yeah, yeah. my partner Vic. He mm-hmm. makes a video, he makes a living shooting videos. Mm-hmm. So it's just being around these people, man, just making me really say, you know. I might be able to do this little YouTube thing and, you know, make something out of it. Yeah, bro. That's the power of your circle, man, having right people around you, you know what I'm saying, to encourage you. Because once you did it, you had that confirmation. People was like, yeah, this this you. You know what I'm saying? You may not have, if you imagine if you didn't have the people around you that was telling you that, you know what I'm saying, what you're seeing right now, the success, it may not have never came. Yeah, 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 for sure. So having a good circle is key. So, bro, look, I'm still interested in this whole endorsement (laughs) piece. I want to get into this a little bit more because... Like I said, people want out here that's watching this, you know what I'm saying? They want to get into the content creation space. Right. A lot of people do. It's growing. I think it's one of the fastest growing professions or small businesses right it now. Is, it is, it and, is. And so you've done something that most have not done, which is broker a, a, a legitimate, you know what I'm saying, endorsement deal. So right. at the time, you said you only had 300 subscribers. Yeah. Uh, I read a study that was just saying that people believe in micro-influencers way more mm-hmm. than they believe in some of these big ones like a Kim Kardashian. Yeah, she endorsed product, but really, is she wearing it? It's probably right, because of the right. check. And right. you know, we we know we know stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, we right. know this man ain't eating this food or drinking yeah, this drink. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You just got paid to do that. And yeah. now, once you use a product and you say it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I believe it. I right, know who right. you are. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right, right. I, I just want to dive into that a little bit more. Did you have a conversation with them? And was like, bro, why you pick me? You know what I'm saying? Like, did they yeah. talk to you more about that? Yeah, I asked them because uh, I guess they could tell when I mentioned the, the subscriber because I was like, um, 
So I'm, I was like, <laughs> I know they was laughing because I was like, let me get you straight. Y'all want to send me stuff and want me to be an influencer or an ambassador for the company. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I only got 300,000. I'm not 300,000. That's yeah, coming. It's coming. Speak it. <laughs> 300 subscribers at the time. And then probably I'm still under 2,000 on Instagram. Okay. And so that's when they said they see the potential uh, of the channel and they said, we feel like you're next up. Yeah. And they feel, they said they feel like all it's going to take with you is just a bunch of eyes to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. that helped me and motivated me more to keep on the grind because, you know, Again, it is a grind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it just sometimes you're like, man, I'm going to go shoot this video. I really want to stay at the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, or this shoe is coming out. I need to go get footage of me going picking up the shoe. And yeah. it's a, it can be a lot sometimes. But, you know, there's motivation because it's like if I'm doing this at this many followers, then imagine if I keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but to answer your question, they just said they saw the potential. I guess it was just strictly our potential. I think one of the cool things about you, bro, and it just speaks to your character, you know what I'm saying, just how authentic and genuine you are. Yeah. If, if anybody else would have got hit up uh, by their company, they wouldn't have asked, yo, why you, right, they wouldn't right. even probably yeah, disclose yeah. numbers. <laughs> yeah, it was like, bro, they wouldn't have said they only got 300 followers. Yeah. They would have, so any advice that you would give to like content creators wanting to get into this space and land endorsement deals, you know what I'm saying? What would that, do you have any advice that you can give us, man, that kind of help us out a little bit? Yeah, uh, be yourself. Um, don't, because I came into the game, the YouTube game of thinking about my Southern draw or the way I say certain things or am I being too silly? And I was like, oh, I'm looking at this YouTuber and like, you know, man, I need to be more like him. He got such and such subscribers, so maybe I need to do this. Yeah. And people really mess with me off of just being me. Mm-hmm. You know, some people like the way I talk. They yeah. think it's funny or they think the things I say funny or they saying, you know, it's not that many funny YouTubers out there. Yeah. So I'd say my advice was just, you know, be yourself. And if you're not sure what it is, again, whatever comes to you that you enjoy and whatever, it just it seems like it just falls in the play, that's what it is. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you like baking cakes. You're like, man, I'm pretty good at baking cakes. You probably already got people saying, hey, I want to pay you to bake me this and bake me that's that. Sure. That's it. That's mm-hmm. what you need to be doing. You sure. know, so that's something that, you know, that's my advice. Um, be you. Be consistent. You know, it is YouTube business. If you're not put, constantly putting out videos, people will unsubscribe from you. Yeah. You know, uh, so... You just got to be real. Don't pay attention to your subscriber count. It's going to be hard to not to do that. But yeah. <laughs> don't pay attention to that and just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. And no subs, everything, that it'll come. For sure. Know. So what's next for you, bro? You've already man. started getting endorsement deals. Like, what, what is your goal? What's your vision, man, for the company? Man, and that, that's a funny thing because so much has happened that I didn't think would happen. I think my goal, I would like to... I would like to be able to choose if I have to go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes, you know, and this is some some more advice to have confidence in yourself. There's some some place where I'm working on because sometimes I'm like, you're gonna be a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, that sounds silly, or somebody may look at that crazy. But then I see so many people that's actually living off of it. Yeah. And so I'm like, then I ask myself, is it crazy? Mm-hmm. You know, it can happen. Why yeah. not? Yeah. So. That's a goal of mine. I would like to come home and say, you know, I don't have to work. Yeah. I want to keep working, but I'm making enough off YouTube or 
uh, this particular product or both combined that I don't have to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's, that's a, a good goal, man. That's a goal, and that's something that, again, I'm struggling with making myself believe that it, it can actually happen, and I'm not stupid for thinking it can happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that's Well, that's cool, man. Look, you had mentioned this, man, and I want to uh, ask you this, too. So, you know, you made national press. Uh, New mm -hmm. York Times, was it? Yeah, New York Times. New York Times yeah. reached out to you, wrote an article, man, uh, on a comment that you said about uh, the Yeezys, man. Yeah, Can you explain yeah. how they kind of <laughs> came about? Well, you know, we know Yeezy. Yeah. You know, he, <laughs> yeah. He said, um, he been saying a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> my bad. But, uh, yeah, he been saying a lot of crazy stuff. And so I think when he said, um, what was he said? He said, there wasn't a slavery comment, but it was something... Dang, I can't remember what he said. But he said a comment, and so a lot of sneaker YouTubers and shoe tubers, they were saying, yeah. uh, making videos of them burning their Yeezys, or yeah. I never buy Yeezy again. And I just got to thinking, I was like, nah, I ain't selling mine. Yeah. You know, I paid too much money. <laughs> Definitely for not gonna burn them. <laughs> and and I'm a Yeezy fan, and I said, where it really concerns me is because I already know. To me, Kanye crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so he going to say some some stuff sometimes that you're going to be like, damn, Kanye. You know? Yeah. But I'm really more concerned about his mental health. Yeah, yeah, And so sure. that's my thing. I'm like, I think when he says stuff like that, it's kind of like a, a cry out or a shout out for, like, help. Yeah. You know? And so I'm more concerned. I'm like, like forget what he's saying because it's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is he all right? Mm -hmm. You know? And I've been a fan of him since... 2005 when we was in yeah, high school when you know, dropped, yeah that was like the soundtrack to my high school mm -hmm. you know college dropout and so i was like nah i can't just bail on them like that i'm gonna keep my yeezys i'm gonna keep wearing them because i like the shoe and it is a shoe that i like yeah and so i just tweeted it one day i was like um i'm keeping my yeezys i ain't selling them yeah and i said but i'm more i, I hope that man is all right yeah yeah, yeah and so sure. uh, some people retweeted it and it kind of went slightly viral. It wasn't a lot, a lot of retweets, but it was mm -hmm. more than normal okay. for me, like 50. And so I got an inbox from this lady, and um, she was like, I'm doing a story on Yeezys and, um, for the New York Times. And she's like, I'd like to interview you if yeah. you got time. So again, I was like, man, it's a scam, you know. <laughs> and so I text Britt, my wife, and I was like, man, this lady talking about she want to interview me about what I just said. Yeah. Talking about the New York Times. And again, doubt myself, you know, yeah. like, why would a universe, you know, New York Times want me? Yeah. And she was like, dude, they got a blue chick. He <laughs> said, yo ass let a DM back. So how did the article go? Man, it went well. So that was another thing. We stayed on the phone about 20 minutes. Because I actually think, you know, and shout out to their reporter, I think she was against what I said. Because I think he may have said something about the LGBT community. Okay, okay. And a lot of other stuff. So yeah. she was kind of like... Um, so she was talking. He was like, so you're on his side or something. I was like, well, it's not like that, you know. And I could tell she was a little defensive. So I yeah. was like, she probably ain't going to put me in there. Mm -hmm. And, man, the article came out. And I think almost the whole article, she interviewed some other people. But I was the only one that said I was going to keep yeah. uh, wearing them. So most of the article was about my statement. Okay. And so she even put in there my full name, my YouTube. She linked the YouTube, which wow. I can't thank her enough because they brought on a lot of subscribers yeah. and a lot of people following. And one person actually uh, commented on the video, came came here from the New York Times, okay. love your content. So I'm forever so, grateful to her for that. But that's how it went. And the whole article is basically about 
what I said, how my stance, how I wasn't going to sell them. Yeah. And it's just, again, that was something that came right at the time where I was thinking about quitting. Yeah. You know, or, man, man. am I wasting my time? And then, boom, that happened. And so I lo- actually looked at that as a sign from God, you know, like, this is what you're supposed to be doing, oh, you know. And so. it's even small things like when I was younger, my mom, everybody used to laugh because my voice got deeper when mm-hmm. I was younger than most. Yeah. And so she was like, you probably supposed to be on the radio or something, or you supposed to be doing a show or something. Oh, you trying to rap and you trying to DJ, <laughs> you need to be, you know, telecommunications or something. Yeah. And so it's like, dang, this is, and people are saying, man, your voice sound good on the mic. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's what this, you know, it's just funny how all of it again is just coming together. So. Yeah, man. It's just it's it's crazy, but it's something I'm just enjoying. I'm gonna keep going and you know see where it go. That's how it works out, though, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works out, man. It's, and it's so cool to see it coming together for you. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, man, uh, talking a little bit more about you know what I'm saying, just kind of the, the whole sneakerhead culture. Like, what do you look for now, man? For for shoes, anything that drops? Like, what's on your uh, your hot list? Oh, I'm really into the shoes. I we call them OGs, and that's really okay. like. The shoes that Jordan actually played in, because gotcha, you know they gotcha. got different models, and they bring out collabs, Travis Scott Jordan ones, but it's nothing like the red and white Chicago Jordan one yeah. that he played in when he was a rookie. And mm-hmm. so those pairs are really what I'm kind of you know into. I got pretty much everything I've ever wanted as far as the collabs, Travis Scott or you know um, the Chunky Donkeys stuff like yeah. that, which is kind of cool to have. But my love for him is really like, oh, I remember when he did that dunking that shoe. Yeah, yeah. And bring it back out. I need that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I look forward to, um, basically the OG colorways of so. different Jordans and stuff. Well, man, a lot of people would say in this industry, you know what I'm saying, it's saturated. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've been looking at lately and one of the things that I recognize as an entrepreneur that, yeah, the opportunity can be a big opportunity, but within right. that opportunity, you know what I'm saying, you can identify smaller opportunities. Uh, yeah. And I guess my question to you is, once you look at the industry as a whole, a lot of people may say, man, YouTubers are already doing their thing. The, the resellers are already doing their thing. Like, where can I fit in? Do you do you see any opportunities within this big opportunity for them to be able to participate? I do. Um, you have to, I would say, think outside of the box. Like, for example, I know a guy, he uh, created an app. Okay. And so this particular app, he's still trying to get it off the ground, but it's a real good idea. Okay. And this app will tell you what stores around you restocks a certain hype sneaker. Okay. And so it's little things like that. It was like, dang, that's a good idea. Yeah. Or you got my man Dominique with a sneaker bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you checked out the episodes yet, man? It's on my list to check out. Cool, man. All that's right. the next that's thing I want to watch. Yeah. But um, his, like, it was so different. The sneaker bar, uh, just whole vibe. And just, you know, people, they clean sneakers in the middle of the mall. Yeah. You know, you know those guys. But the way he did it and the level he took it to was totally different. Yeah. And I think that's the main reason why he's blowing up the way he is. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's just, you know, if you just think about it, like with sneakers, maybe uh, you could start like maybe a clothing company that matches certain sneakers. Okay. Or yeah. maybe um, I would suggest Biden. If you have the money, that's the one thing about Biden. Got to have some money because um, the proxies or the the bots that actually make a lot of sales. Because the, that's another thing; these sites they're banning bots too because oh, okay. it's not fair, really, technically, yeah. to the user. Mm-hmm. You know, who just wants a pair? If somebody buys thirty of them, yeah. then, you know, thirty people are gonna miss out. Yeah. 
For sure. But the ones that do make money, they cost a lot. You know, you have to pay to get into them. Yeah. And it's Discord groups with them and stuff. So, like, how much do they cost? If I wanted to buy a bot, what would, what would it look like? Uh, so I bought for maybe, maybe twenty five hundred to five thousand. Okay. Okay. But okay. you can make that back potentially just like yeah, that. Yeah. Couple know, pair of shoes. You say yeah. Yeah. So. If you got that type of money, I would suggest that. And if you want to be a reseller, because there's a lot of people that say, hey, I want to make some money. I'm going to jump in these sneakers. Yeah. And I'm not one of those sneaker heads. You know, some sneaker heads, they hate on the resellers because they're like, oh, they taking a chance for me getting a shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never knock nobody hustle. Yeah. Know, that's one thing I'm not going to do. So because the other thing is if you get the opportunity to sell, you would. Yeah. So when people hate on it, I'm like, if you get a sneaker tomorrow that's worth Thirty thirteen hundred, you probably gonna sell it for thirteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. So for you sure. can't hate hate on nobody who's doing mm-hmm. that for a living. So that's what I would suggest. But just try to think of something that is different that you haven't seen nobody do. That you know, like the app or like the sneaker bar. And I would think that would be the way to get in. But that's a good question because I haven't thought about that. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure, man. Um, so as an entrepreneur, you know. I, I'm always interested in how people manage time because you work full time. You're in a, a profession mm. that requires your, you know, full attention. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to be on point with that. Yeah. Uh, you married. You know what I'm saying? Got your family. Then you're doing YouTube. You know what I'm saying? You got mm. other responsibilities. How do you squeeze in education? You know what I'm saying? How do you keep yourself educated and on top of your game in this industry so that you can continue to stay relevant? Well, um, that's part of the uh, thing I was telling you about earlier. How before I even started the channel, I was already doing a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. that a vlogger or somebody with a channel would do. Gotcha. I follow so many sneaker pages and sneaker culture pages. So every day, literally, when I'm getting up, I'm scrolling and I'm seeing, okay, this shoe is going to come out next month. Okay. Or they're thinking about making this shoe or this is a mock-up mm-hmm. of a shoe that they may drop or an idea. I'm in a lot of sneaker Facebook groups. Okay. Um, that is, you know, networking with those guys. And, you know, I know people out of the country or in different states that if a shoe comes out and I need it, I can just hit, hit them up or yeah. we've done trades together, stuff like that. And those particular people following them every day and all that stuff keeps me on the up and up, you know, yeah. okay, I need to review that shoe next. That shoe is going to get a lot of viewers yeah, yeah, yeah. or this drop is pretty cool. Like what they've been doing now, they have a skater that's um, very popular, Nigel Sylvester. Okay. And so he's a well a BMX rider, okay. uh, ride gotcha. bikes. So he has his own Jordan One because he rode he rides bikes in Jordan Ones. Okay. And so he got his own Jordan One collab. And one of the ways that you could go buy the shoe was you had to come up to the uh, store and do a bike trick. Do a bike and, trick. And you was able <laughs> to buy the shoe. And so. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's something I would be like, man, if I could go up there and get this footage, yeah. you know, that would be good footage gotcha. for somebody yeah, to yeah, see. Yeah, so yeah. it's always just following YouTube, basically being in these sneaker groups and keeping my mind fresh on what content I need to be creating or what yeah. shoe I need to get. Sometimes I get a shoe, I might not really like it myself, but I know it's hype on it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get it just to review it. Mm-hmm. It may sell it later or trade it later, but. Yeah. Just trying to stay ahead of the game. And like you said as well, balancing the work life. And luckily, you know, shout out to the wife again, <laughs> but she supports everything that I do. So sure. she knows, you know, I might have to go. I try to shoot on the weekends, but 
being in Memphis, one thing we do have, you know, the Nike stores here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, some stuff magically gets to the streets yeah. before it's supposed to. <laughs> don't know how it happens. Right, right. <laughs> I definitely don't know. But um, sometimes when this happens, you know, you may get a call here, a call there, and I got them. Yeah. Well, that gives me a chance to get a early review before anybody on YouTube. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which gives me all the viewers. So mm-hmm. sometimes I have to jet in the middle of the night, you know, hey, we just got them. I had to go get them yeah. so I could make that episode right then and there. So it's stuff like that. Yeah. Just basically the phone and social media. And so I'm glad you're talking about that, man, because a lot of people don't realize some of the work that goes into, you know what I'm saying, creating content. Some of the work it goes into is just to build a business, to, right. to, to understand that, man, you can be sitting on the couch one night and somebody can hit you about a rare release or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You got to be in a position to go get that. You know what I'm saying? You right. got to have, right. got to keep your, your funds in order to be able to afford that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that's cool. And that's, that kind of leads me into my next question with all of this stuff with content creation and stuff like that, man. Are you still in the solopreneur phase where it's just you managing all this? Are you starting to build a team? Like, what is your thoughts around building a, a team around this? Uh, well, right now, the team is consists of just me and my partner, Vic, that shoots the videos. Okay. Because, um, like I said, the camera equipment, everything is his equipment. Gotcha. And he edits it. He puts the time to edit in. So, okay. right now, it's just me and him. But um, I've thought about, you know, this thing continues to grow and stuff. I might have to have a whole team, yeah. you know, or have somebody to help. Because another thing that um, some of the bigger YouTubers, they're getting paid to go and fly and be at certain, you know, big time sneaker events. Yeah. So they're treating mm-hmm. them like talent. And okay. so I'm like, man, if or when I get to that level, you know, I might have to do that. You know, yeah, yeah, have yeah. somebody helping me, you know, get into their space. Or I'd really, you was mentioning goals you mentioned something earlier, um, just ideas like pitching shows and stuff. But I was like, mm-hmm. I could see myself maybe on some type of reality show or sneaker. I was thinking okay. about a sneaker reality show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll and be so dope. I can see that. <laughs> just certain things like that. And yeah. so my, I, wouldn't, I don't know if you say it's a goal, but it's just an idea that it's like, where would I like this to grow to? Yeah. And it's like, you know, maybe hosting different things for or sure, sure. something like that. Yeah. So. Well, that's what's up, man. Yeah. I definitely can see big things for you. And you got to start putting some thought into that team, bro, because at the rate that, you know what I'm saying, you're growing the exposure that you're getting, yeah. you already monetized it, you know what I'm saying? That's just right. the next, you know what I'm saying, step in the process. Right. Because it can be a lot, bro, because you're managing – how many platforms are you active on? You mentioned Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, I just got into TikTok. And okay. I've been told from everybody, uh, shout out to uh, Jillian. She went to uh, – School with us in yeah, Overton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's uh I didn't know that she's big at complex. Oh, okay. I guess okay. she works there or I don't forgive me, I don't really know. But she had kind of had some advice and she was telling me, you know, with what you're doing for a company that I'm a part of, which they do like the celebrity sneaker shopping show. Yeah. Uh they do Complex Con, which is like a big sneaker con for people that people come all over the world to. Yeah. And so she was like, You need to be on Twitter every I'm not Twitter. But Twitter too, but she's like TikTok at the place. TikTok, okay. And she was like, if you can get, you know, some reels or footage on there and get that going. And she did say every day, and I got to get better with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But working a job, you know, is only so much. Got to balance it all, yeah. But um, that's a big thing. And so that's what I'm trying to do too: get better on and active on TikTok, and just figuring out ways to go viral. Yeah, you know, yeah, with yeah. the stuff because that's what really with this thing. 
it brings people in and people start following you if yeah. they see, oh, he had this early sneaker, he had this early sneaker, I need to follow him. Yeah. Or he's got cool videos. Like usually when I get a shoe, I've started this thing where I do a quick 30-second uh, video for uh, Instagram okay. and for TikTok. And that's been getting a lot of views. Okay. So it's just different things. But like you said, maybe that team will, you know, help out because to try to keep a, you know, and that's another thing, Instagram, they just messaged me. I've got a chance to monetize off them now. Yeah. So oh, wow. That's, what's that's up. another thing. So that's, and but that's coming from content. Okay. And so, of course, the more content you make, the more reels you make. The more money. So. First, I want you know let people know how they can keep up with you, okay. and then any closing advice that you may have for entrepreneurs that okay. you know specifically want to get in this industry. You know, what okay. I'm saying like give them a realistic expectation, like bro, do this, do this, do this. This is what you should be expecting, or whatever advice you want to give them. You know, what I'm saying okay. they can help them out. Listen, man, if you guys have enjoyed this interview, do me a favor. Drop more kicks than Bruce Lee in the comments. Also, man, if you're an entrepreneur and uh, you're enjoying this content and you want to hear more of it, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button so that you can continue to get videos like this. So I'm going to kick it back to my guy, man. I'm going to let him close out, man. Tell people again how they can keep up with you and any advice. You know, they okay. don't even have to be in a sneakerhead culture. Just any entrepreneur advice that you okay. want to give the viewers, man. Okay. I'll let you close it out. So, um... I'm on uh, Instagram the most at Mo Kicks and Bruce Lee, M O Kicks and Bruce Lee, all together. Uh, follow me on there. Also, follow me on Twitter at Mo Kicks and Bruce Lee. Follow me on TikTok at Mo Kicks and Bruce Lee. And lastly, subscribe to YouTube or check out the channel. Just type in Mo Kicks and Bruce Lee. It can be all one word or it can be separate words. And I'll come right up on YouTube and you can hit the subscribe button. Please hit the subscribe button. <laughs> but uh, but now nah, you can check it out. You know, and um, my advice, uh, also, if you need some sneaker cleaner or anything, shop creptprotect.com. Mm -hmm. Use my promo code MOK10. That's going to get you 10% off your order. And um, anything, they got anything you need sneaker related, sneaker cleaning, sneaker um, luggage, sneaker storage, anything you need for your sneakers, they got it on there. So, But uh, my advice to people, if you want to jump into YouTube business, Again, be authentic, be yourself, have confidence in yourself, be consistent, and just do you. You know, nobody, one thing about YouTube is so many people doing a lot of things on there, and you have to be, what's going to make you different than somebody else? You yeah. know, what's going to make my channel different from some of these guys' other channels that's, that's big already? You know, so you have to be different, but also don't put too much thought into it just be you. For sure. But also research. You know, that's another thing. Research, you know, whatever field you want to be a YouTuber in, you research that and make sure you know, just like Kelvin, you know, Kelvin has started this thing, just started, but you already got the top of the line equipment. You got a place to shoot. You know, there's, there's certain things I'm looking at and I'm like, I need to do this. And so that's what I say. Just be well informed, be real, be authentic, be yourself. Make sure you're having fun with it. And all the other stuff is going to come. For sure, man. That's what's up. Great advice, man. So, y'all, look, until next time, man, y'all make sure y'all tap in. And we'll see y'all on the next episode.